Welcome to the Super Awesome You. Coming to you on the Super Awesome Mix Podcast Network, I'm your host, Samra Abuselvi. Each week I'll cover motivation, goals, some of the science behind these things, and of course, I'll be adding one song to our ongoing motivation playlist, which is available in the show notes. This week I'll be covering the topic of quantity over quality. In our society, we tend to push the other way around. We tend to really want people to produce high quality work, and we never really give guidance on how to do that. But ironically, the way to produce high quality work is by producing a high quantity amount of work. I read a book recently, and I am so sorry, I do not remember the title of this book because I read a lot of books on this topic, and everything is just kind of mushing together in my brain at this point. But the author talks about this photography professor who started a semester and split his class into two groups. One group was told that they need to, or they can take as many photos as they want, and by the end of the year, they should pick their very best one and turn that in to be graded. The second group was told that they can only take one photo, but it should be what they consider to be their best work and turn that in. So really interesting kind of split, right? One group can take you know, an unlimited number of photos. The other group can only take one photo, and that is going to be the one that they turn in. It might be obvious to you hearing this, which group produced the better photo. But it was the group that took a lot of pictures and then was able to pick one versus the group that was told they could only take one and, and to turn that in on elements of like composition and lighting and subject matter and things of that nature, the professor found that the first group that could take a lot of photos just generally produced a higher quality photo. So like I said, it might seem obvious that that happened, but I would argue that we are in the quality group, kind of that seeking perfection group with almost everything that we do. I think it comes from a place of fear, this fear that we might start something, not be good at it, and then kind of be outcast and, and called out on it and made, you know, ridiculed and made to feel small because we tried something and we, quote unquote, didn't do our very best or it could be better. Whenever I started spin instructing uh, many years ago, obviously I went through training. There was like a pretty intense, you know, 12-week course or whatever it was. I don't remember, but there was a lot of work to even get to my first class and I could not sleep the night before. I was absolutely terrified. I was so anxious. I think I had dreams where my computer was missing or the playlist was all wrong or, you know, all the different things that, that I feared was going to go wrong. I got on the bike and had a pretty full class. You know, they promoted it being a new first time instructor. And I had so much fun. Was it my best class I've ever taught? No, not by a long shot. I was nervous. I got some of the timings off. You know, my music choices, I, I kept that playlist, obviously kept all of them. And my music choices were like, okay, for the moves that I was doing. But I ended up teaching well over two or 300 classes, you know, through the lifetime of being a spin instructor across a various number of studios. And my goodness, what a difference when I think about those last few before I stopped spin instructing. And that very first one, completely different experience. I had so much more confidence. I understand the moves more. I could do things like hop off the bike and like fix my shoe while I was continuing to instruct the class. You know, things that I never thought possible in that first class because the only thing I could think about was making sure I could just get through this and I remembered all the, all the things to say and, and I, you know, could breathe well, etc. The only way I got to that point was by putting in all those hours of doing it. I had to overcome this fear that if I messed up in that first class, 
you know, the class wasn't going to turn on me or walk out the door or throw things at me. That comes, you know, it's funny, but that comes from this really deep fear, this evolutionary fear that if we do something that makes us a little bit of an outcast, if we do something that makes us a little different than others, if we put ourselves out there even a little bit, we worry that the group out there is just going to cast us out and deny us food and deny us shelter and deny us being part of the tribe, which was a very real fear whenever our ancestors were very tribal in nature. I'd argue we're still very tribal in nature, but we've gotten to a point where a lot of our basic needs, especially in you know modern civilization and Western cultures, are are met. Thankfully, and very you know I'm very grateful for for living in a place and having the means to feel that way. So if you're pursuing something like wanting to be a spin instructor, wanting to launch your own business, wanting to become a professional photographer, wanting to launch your own podcast, all of these things where if you mess up that first time, it's very unlikely that you're going to be cast out and starved to death out in the cold. But your brain doesn't know that. Your brain's fear center is very primitive. So even the smallest amount of anxiety is going to trigger the exact same fight or flight response as something that truly could cast you out and, you know, make you starve to death. It sounds intense, but that's that's unfortunately how it goes because our fear center is part of our oldest, you know, it's part of the oldest part of our brain. It evolved a very, very long time before the newer parts of our brain, like the prefrontal cortex, where a lot of our emotions and, you know, our cognitive reasoning comes into play and our desires and kind of that voice in your head and all of that came much later in the process of biology than the so-called like lizard brain or monkey brain, which its goal was to just keep you alive. So it's interesting that pursuing our dreams sometimes, pursuing our goals, any anxiety is going to trigger that that primitive brain and get you to kind of shut down and decide, nope, 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 not doing this. And that's that pursuit of perfection. It's it, we We want perfection because we fear that if we don't get it, that we're going to starve to death. It's intense. It's crazy. And when I say that out loud, I hope that you realize that that's probably not the case for what you want to do. You should have the confidence to go after what you want to do and that you're going to learn along the way. And what you do that first time, I guarantee you, if you keep up with it, the 50th time, the 100th time, the 300th time, you are going to look back at that first time and kind of chuckle and think, oh my goodness, you know, look what I was doing then compared to what I'm doing now. I could do this literally in my sleep. You know, this it's so easy for me to do this now. You can feel very proud of the progress that you've made. You're looking back on all of it. And you know that you're just going to keep getting better too. That is the magic of showing up for yourself. That's the magic of putting in a lot of work and, and pursuing the quantity element. Just keep taking action. Don't allow yourself to get in your head and worry that this might not be good enough, that people are going to ridicule you. If they do, learn from it and use it. And also be really proud of yourself for putting yourself out there because you might feel that you are part of a really large group of people that pursue goals, but I promise you, you're in the minority. There are so many people out there that have a goal that unfortunately they're just too afraid to go after and they never will. So the fact that you are even willing to take that first step, congratulate yourself for that. That's a really awesome thing. This week's song of the week, I hope commemorates this feeling and it is an older one, and it's Let's Go by Tiesto and Icona Pop. 
I came across this song again recently. I'm always trying to kind of dive deep into my music library for songs that at one point in my life I listened to to motivate myself. And this one is, you know, it's like an EDM track. It definitely has that feel of amping you up. The lyrics, you know, you can just sing the chorus of Let's Go over and over. I can hear it in my head right now if you listen to the song. And I hope that that is the attitude for whenever you're trying to do something new and you're just trying to get the reps in. You're just trying to get that quantity done, the practice done. Tell yourself, let's go. It's going to be fine. I promise you. Again, for most things, that, that that is true. Like, if you want to launch a podcast, record the first episode and publish it. If you want to start a new blog open up a free blog on WordPress and write your first post. You'll be amazed at how much easier the second one is going to be once you do that first one and how much easier the third one is going to be because you start to calm that fear center and you realize like, huh, I can do this. So let's go. Until next time, stay super awesome because you already are.